or are you just banging it against something to make it last longer? Are you going to type something in the box, or are we good? No, I'm not going to type anything. I thought you were. Oh, we're just going to wing it. Well, what could go wrong? Nothing's going to go wrong. It's going to be amazing. Mm, I don't know about that. We're just going to go right into a joke. We're not even going to welcome people to the podcast. You have to welcome people. Why? Because a podcast... With a podcast without a welcome to the seven listeners is um, hey we we've got more than seven now. Well, how many times is it you? Once per podcast, it's me. I just feel like we have to welcome people. If we don't welcome people, it's like it's it's like a home without a a, a mat by the front door. It's not a home at all. You know what you call a man with no arms, no legs, laying in front of a door? What's that? Matt. That's pretty good. You know what you call a man with no arms, no legs, hanging on a wall? What's that? Art. <coughs> That's not quite as good. Do you know what you call a man with no arms, no legs, floating in the ocean? What's that? Bob. Mm, see, that's the best one. Well, you got to tell them all. Oh, is this... See, I, and I'm I'm not sure or if we're even going or not. Dad, so I feel like it's I, a dad joke. We are going. I, I'm, you know, I'm just... I, I know we're going, but here's the thing, and here's here's what what my fear is after what you did to me during the last podcast <laughs> is that now that it's now that it says started recording, um, I have to be on, and because it, 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 you're just gonna whatever I say, you're just gonna post for all the world, <clears throat> twenty two people to hear. Right, you're just gonna post it. So now I have to be super careful about what I say because I don't want to offend anybody, and I don't want to say something I shouldn't. And because you, you didn't tell me last time that you were gonna use my fish comments, um, and because we've never welcomed anybody, I don't know if this is the actual podcast or not. It is the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Indeed, all, go. all twenty-two of you, welcome. We're up to 46 plays. Wow, 46? Over That's two good. podcasts. Yeah, it's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. Hey, Steve, you want to hear a joke? No, I don't really like jokes. I'm going to tell you anyway, because our listeners oh, okay. like our jokes. Oh, okay, great. What did the leper say to the prostitute? <laughs> What's that? Keep the tip. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thanks. I'd like to say I wrote that one myself, but that would be a lie. We both know that. How many dead prostitutes does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know. How many? It's more than six because the light bulb in my basement's still out. <laughs> you know, if we do prostitute jokes every podcast, maybe a prostitute will sponsor us. It's too bad Dennis Hoff died. He could sponsor us from the old... Um, what? What's that? What do you mean, yeah, what? I didn't know he died. Oh, yeah. He, he died. They found him dead at the brothel. When? Like the day before the election. when he I think he got elected. Damn. I didn't know that. You hear, you hear my fans honking horns for me? Because they love us. <laughs> you send out like a, a tweet. Hey, I'm about to podcast. Come through. Roll, roll through. Honk if you like our podcast. Honk, honk, honk. You know what I mean? Yeah, I heard one honk, so. No, there was more. There was more. There'll be more. You just wait. Okay. He died I, October 16th, age 72. I had no idea. Two days after his birthday. That's the, uh, the Moonlight Bunny Ranch, right? That's what it's called? I think so. Or, well, on HBO, it was called, like, Cat House or something. Yeah, so um, let me see if he won or not. I think was he running for mayor? No, I think he was running for um, Nevada Assembly or something. He's a good libertarian. I remember that. Of course, if you run a brothel, you kind of have to be right. 
kind of a come as you are kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> come on her face kind of guy. What? 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 Autobiography was Art of a Pimp. So yeah, no, he's uh he was elected to the Nevada Assembly one month after his death. Right. I right. can see how that would work. God bless America. Well, I mean, <clears throat> let's be real. I think where his district is, um, there can't be many people registered to live there. So I'm betting it's a bunch of hookers and people who come to see his hookers that live nearby. They don't right? like. I mean, they don't like to be called hookers, Steve. Well, what do they like to be called? Filthy human beings. Oh well, I can't do that. They're not human. Scum of the earth. <laughs> Disgusting sex worker. Okay. They're literally less than nothing. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Tough crowd. But that was a good HBO show. I'm not going to lie. I watched it. Yeah. You know what? That doesn't shock me in the least. You know, every now and then, you probably remember this because we're not young pups anymore but back in the day every now and then the cable companies couldn't get their their shit together right like hbo would suddenly be streaming to your bedroom or the pay-per-view channels if you clicked through them one of them would suddenly be available to you to watch i don't believe that ever happened to me really yeah me, me either stating it like it's fact yeah i'm just making shit up right now okay well this fantastic podcast so far best ever <laughs> well I, I got some feedback on the last episode and uh i mean we knew this after we finished recording it it wasn't as funny as episode one blew our load right? we blew our load we told all of our good stories well all which the is, stories we're gonna is, tell here which isn't true we have a lot more stories we just have to figure out how to tell them on this podcast right we may not be telling them here in this particular venue. Right. Because, you know, we're professionals outside of our podcasting life. And Statute like of limitations haven't run out on some of those stories yet. <laughs> I'd like to keep my job. I don't know about you. Some days, yay. Some days, nay. Either way. Catch me on the day. How about today? Today was okay. Good. So did you, uh, I know you were traveling. So did you get to watch the... Uh, championship football game uh i did i did i watched it um from first from a irish pub and then from my hotel what do you think oh i love it anytime alabama loses is fun to watch when you get to watch alabama get absolutely shellacked by clemson jesus it's good stuff. You have some uh, mixed feelings about Clemson Jesus, don't you? Well, I like the guy because he beat Alabama. However, he has a punchable face. And why is that? Do you know why, know. or is that just no, a gut feeling? It's just a gut. It's just a gut thing. Like I, I see him, and I just want to punch him in the face. Now, to be fair, it looks like other people have already punched him in the face. Um. But I just want to punch him again. That's understandable. I have that feeling about certain people. Um, like, I actually was just watching my 600-pound life on TLC. I don't know if you've ever seen it or not. I know the premise. I haven't seen it. Well, there's this, like, old Jewish doctor on there who... He's the doctor on the show. All the patients talk to him. And I, I can't stand to listen to him talk. When he comes on, I feel the same way. I just want to punch him in his nose. Right, I so hate just punch that fucker. Yeah, right, and I, I can't really explain why, um, but I just want to punch him in the face. So is Trevor Lawrence the best true freshman football quarterback in the history of college football? I don't. I mean, here's the thing: is I would say. My gut feeling is no, but then the next question would be, well, who is? And I right. don't know. If right, so 
if these people, if these players didn't have to stay in college for three years, do you think he could go to the NFL right now? Um, I think he could go to the NFL. Do I think he would be successful, would he be successful in the NFL? In the NFL? Um, I think I, I don't. If, if I he don't went think, and played for the Bucks, I feel like the Bucks could get better. Um. He, yeah. Here's the thing, though. So, like, um, high school, you play typically you play ten games in high school, and then depending on your state, there's a couple three maybe four playoff games so you're looking at 14 games if you win at least in california if you win your section championship you're looking at 14 football games that you play in Mm -hmm. um they just played 15 games which is only one more but i don't know if you you know what his college what his high school was like The, the if you don't think about um in terms of championships and playoff games a standard season's 10 games in high school, and then you got 12 games in in college, and now you're looking at 17 weeks in the pros. And I think that they need a little bit more time to develop as they add that many more games onto the, onto the slate. Um, I think it just becomes a little bit harder on their bodies, and he probably needs another year of playing more games. But... Uh, I mean, Clemson, Jesus, what a what a stud that guy is, right? I mean, he's, he, they're up huge in the fourth quarter. And he's still pulling the ball around the edge and going and laying the wood on a linebacker. Yeah. You know, I, I'm sure I'm sure Dabo's on the sidelines going, good Lord, please slide. <laughs> please slide. <laughs> please slide. You got to get down, son. Get down. Slide. But, um, I mean, what a baller, man. I, could he be successful in the league? Probably. Would he be more successful if he had with one more year of college? Probably. So Alabama did win a game this past week. They beat Kentucky in uh, college basketball. So I'd be curious to know why you think college basketball players are seemingly more capable of doing a one-and-done and going straight to the pros as opposed to uh, what you just said about college football players. Right, because those games are going to be huge, right? Their NBA is adding a huge amount of games to a college player's schedule. Right. Um, is it just because it's not as physical? Yeah, and I hate to even say it's not as physical because it sounds like they don't crash into each other, and, and clearly they do, right? Clearly they're... Right bouncing off of each other and, and playing hard and hitting that floor with no pads. That's got to hurt, right? I, I'm hitting the grass with pads on in football and I'm hitting a, a hardwood floor with nothing in basketball. But I think, yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's just a little less physical than, than football. I think it's just a little, um, a little less physical, probably a little less intensive on, the off the field study or off the court studying. Sure. Right. I mean, you put a a full, because of the tempo um, with a week off in between games, they're, they're studying and putting in full playbooks. Um, Basketball, they don't really have that, that time off. So they have their kind of core basketball plays that, that everybody runs and then they tweak. Um, and, And it just seems like, the scheming is a little bit more in football, so they, it's probably a little harder to be one and done. That being said, I think there's a lot of people that that could do well one and done. I just don't know they make it the full 17 weeks in, in an NFL right. season. I kind of feel like it also depends on what position they play. So if you're quarterback, you're probably the extra two years, right? So you're freshman and then the, the next two probably – help you more than like a linebacker like a linebacker could go one and done and be more successful in the pros um the quarterback needs that extra growing experience yeah i think that's fair i think there's also something to be said for where said quarterback gets drafted in the draft process um so most teams that are going to pick a number one pick say um they're going after one of two positions, right? They're either getting that franchise quarterback or, 
they're probably going to have to go after a franchise left tackle, offensive lineman, mm-hmm. and you don't get both. So let's just say it's Clemson Jesus that gets picked first in the draft this year, um, hypothetically, and he is probably going to get teed off on in the NFL. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because you can't, you can't pay him as much as you're going to have to pay him and have him ride the pine, right? He's got to play. Ownership's not going to stand for that. They're paying this kid a lot of money. But he probably doesn't have a uh, an offensive line that can protect him. And then add to that more games, and now you've got a recipe for you know an often injured uh, number one pick quarterback. It's, right. It would almost be better to go as the, the first pick of the second round <coughs> as a quarterback – and then let your team go, you know, maybe trade that number one overall pick, get a stud left tackle and maybe some kind of wide receiver help um, in the first rounds. All right. I mean, that would be a better scenario. I just, <coughs> excuse me, that seems to be what happens with a lot of these number one pick quarterbacks is they just get worked because there's no protection. All right. And, I should probably tell people, like, I'm not a huge college football fan. I'll watch games every now and then. Uh, I watch some of the game. I mostly just watch clips on ESPN the next day. But watching Clemson Jesus stand in the pocket when a 300-pound linebacker is barreling at him at the end of the third quarter when, like, it's very obvious they're going to win the game. And he has no reason to stand there. Dude's going to be successful. And he's only going to get better in college. I'm excited to see him in the NFL in the next few years. Yeah, I mean, you would assume he's only going to get better. There's always well, you get uh, hurt. Yeah, there's always that. Or there's always always the you know maybe he rests on his laurels. He doesn't practice as hard because you know he just won right you know, a whole bunch of games and natty and Clemson Jesus. He doesn't have to do anything else. Right, and if he just sits around drinking beer and poking sorority girls for the next two years, then he's not going to get any better at football. He's going to have a damn good time, but he's not going to get any better at football. That being said, he'll be playing on Sundays. For sure. In three years. Two years. Two years. Hopefully he ends up at a good team. The Bucks could really... Two years. The Bucks could really use him. They should be looking at him right now. Getting ready to make that move in the next couple of years. So, since you brought up the Bucks, um, is is their entire coaching search philosophy to just hire people that were recently fired? I don't. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I mean, like, so Bruce Arians gets fired by the Cardinals, and by all accounts, the Cardinals are in an absolute disaster of a place to work. Um, and then Tampa says, you know, you know what? I bet this old guy that couldn't cut it in Arizona, I bet he'd like a little humidity in his life. Humidity will make him better. Bring him right. to Tampa. Like, it's I not, don't understand. It's not what has changed? Hot in Arizona. I, I don't know. I, it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not I'm not sure the owner of the Bucks knows what he's doing. Maybe, maybe the thought process was, I bet this – this Bruce Arians, I bet he connects with Jameis Winston. I bet they have a lot of shared life experience they can connect over. This will be a good hire. Let's pick this guy up. I just don't, for the life of me, I can't understand how hiring Bruce what, Arians what helps kind of shared, in football games. Shared life experience is that, like uh, stealing food from both. They've probably both done that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if Bruce Arians ever stolen food, but damn sure Jameis Winston has. You know what I mean? <laughs> Allegedly, right? I don't think he ever admitted to it. Oh, he did it. He did it. I mean, we all know that. I'll go out on a limb. He did it. You know, we're becoming more popular as podcasters. We have to watch the thing. It's alleged. Allegedly. I don't want to go to to jail and get sued and stuff. He did it. No, he did it. He did it. So what are you smoking on over there? We haven't uh, even talked about cigars yet. Black Label Trading Company Bishop's Blend. 
Oh, that's a good cigar. Yes, it is. Where... Black Label hasn't... I haven't smoked anything Black Label that I've not enjoyed immensely. Yeah. No, I'm liking it so far. What did you grab? A uh, Viaje candy cane. I think it's a... I think it's a 2018. It's a barber pole. Nice uh, box press. It has a closed foot on it, which I hate. You got to fight with it, you know. When you'll never and you'll never be able to tell if the if you've cut enough off the tip with a closed foot. Uh, I think you're joking right now, right? No, no, no. Seriously, you're not gonna be able to tell. On you're gonna get no cold draw. So you you cut some off the head with a closed foot. It's hard to get cold draw. I just lit the closed foot. I'm just saying. Like a professional. You, that, love, Dever, you love talking about a cold drug. Get get out of here with this professional crap. Did I ever tell you about that idiot at uh, Blue Smoke who uh, came in with his buddy? Is his name Brad? No. Oh. Because my buddy hasn't been to Blue Smoke with me. My buddy's oh, name's okay. Steve. He's a, he's, oh. a dick. he's a dickhole. Okay. okay. But we put up with each other. So this fucker comes in. All cocky, acting like he uh he's running the place, right? Dude's never been in this store before in his life. He's like, yo, bro, you got to try this cigar, blah, 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 blah. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm going to hook you up. And everyone's just looking at this guy like, you're a fucking moron. Shut the hell up and get out of here. They finally sounds, like picked, a, sounds like a real friendly store. I like it. They finally picked two cigars. It was like a Rocky Patel and... uh. Like a quorum or something, right? Like, not not super bougie cigars. Not what you would expect from someone walking into the store like they own the place and knows what they're talking about. His buddy's never smoked cigars before. So he was showing him how to cut it. The straight cut. They cut the cap off. Buddy... One who hasn't smoked cigars before takes the cutter, cuts his cap off, and then he goes to light it, which is what you're supposed to do, right? So you get a nice little toast, and then you light it. This dude goes, no, 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 man. You can't just light it. You have to take a clean clip off the end of it and then proceeds to cut like half an inch of the cigar off because that gives it better flavor, apparently. Yeah, I think you. I think we have talked about this. What kind of dumbass shit is that? I, well, I've been smoking for ten years now, right? I've never seen that before in my life. And and here's the thing: I, I'm a big, you you know me, you know how I feel about people smoking cigars the way they want to smoke them, bro. You bought it. If you want to clip an inch and a half off the foot and throw it in the trash. By all means, go ahead. You paid for it. It's your cigar. You smoke it the way you want to. But what sense does that make? None. Like, at what point were you <laughs> like, yeah, I'm reading this on the internet because anybody can write about cigars. I mean, you and you I do. do it. So yeah, anybody right. can, right, if we can. So I could write a, a, a post that talks about the best flavor uh, is unleashed when you – cut the cigar in half and throw the bottom half away. But at what point is Slapnuts reading that and going, yo, this guy is making a good point here. We should we should <laughs> cut our cigars in half. This is great. Hey, bring me that Liga A. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut that bitch down to size and smoke it because it's going to be delicious. Bring me your manifestos. Manifest, bring me that 11 and a half inch cigar. I got to cut that shit down five and a half inches. Like at what point did that seem like that's what the manufacturer wanted you to do. Well, you know, one of your, your good friends there bought you that Woody, mm. which is like 24 inches long. Maybe that's what you do. Cut it in half? Throw yeah, the rest just, away? 12 inches at a time. You're used to that, right? 12 inches in your mouth? <laughs> Double cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> no, do, actually, did you, uh, you know, Did you see you know, who drowned their sorrow after they lost the, the football game eating oatmeal cream pies? I did I did not. 
Yeah, apparently that's like his go-to snack when he's sad. Saban? Yeah. Really? He drowns his sorrow in oatmeal cream pies. Little Debbie oatmeal cream pies. That might be fun to send him a whole box. <laughs> Double-decker? Yeah. Double-decker double de- oatmeal cream pies. Double cream pie him? And then you can say you cream pie Nick Saban. It would be fun to get on that website and find out where, where his what his address is and send him um, a bag of dicks. <laughs> you know, you've seen the website, anonymously send somebody yeah, yeah. a bag of dicks. It would be fun to send him a bag. It would be fun to send a bag of dicks to random coaching coaches around the, the league throughout a season. That would be fun. Yeah. I mean, there's you could expand that to just all the people we hate. In general, like they don't have to be coaches. Like you could well, uh, send a bag of dicks to Matty Rock. Well, harder to find an address for Matty Rock. Just, and to be fair, I don't listen. I, I may look. I don't know. I don't remember what I said last time. I may have said I hated him last time. I'm not. I don't know that I'd go so far as to say I hate the guy. Um, I just, I just think he's a tool. I just think he tries too hard. What'd you call him last time? Low budget Jonathan Drew. <laughs> Low budget Jonathan Drew. It's fucking what he is, dude. He's Jonathan Drew without the millions. <laughs> I just think he tries too hard. I just think he tries too hard to. Uh, oh, that's my dog know. barking. I I hear which which one. She's, oh, both of them. Uh, Molly. Yeah. She likes our jokes. She was. Just, it's not her barking. She was laughing. Kind of like your horns, right? She's just laughing at our jokes. Right. Um, yeah, I just, he just tries too hard. Uh, but if I had to ask his address, yeah, I could send him a bag of dicks. I'm trying to find Matty Rock's, uh, Twitter. Or send him a bag of, um, like gummy vaginas, because it's the most vagina he's going to get. Molly! That's Uh, not, that's so unprofessional in the middle of a podcast for you to... You know, moan somebody's just, name like that? It's just our friends listening. It's okay. You're like just moaning these names in the middle of this podcast. It's just so unprofessional. Matty it's like Rock. Dennis Hoff. He's dead. Don't make dead people jokes. <laughs> uh, Matty Rock's on that. Yeah, that's not a story we tell on this. Uh, <laughs> Matty Rock's latest tweet. Yeah, I knew it. I'm a badass. This is exactly why I need to read more often. It's like this book knows me. This is my PSA for education and learning. Hashtag badass. Education, learning, knowledge, scholar, PSA, books don't lie. What's he reading? Like a Bernstein Bears book or what's he got? It's a book that says you are a badass. So stop doubting yourself. Oh, I know a lot of – that's an interesting book that he's reading because a lot of – People at work are reading that book. Yeah, and, it says and it's a number one New York Times bestseller. So the at work, the group that's reading it is the um, the Women's Impact Network. It's a lot of a lot of women are that want to get ahead in business seem to be reading that book. Oh. I wonder if Maddie's trying to tell us something. Could a transition be in the near future for Maddie Rock? He's got a picture of a bag of dicks on his Twitter account. Actually. So maybe he is. He seems to be obsessed with dicks just from my quick visit to this uh, his Twitter account here. Well, there you go. Every picture is like him eating a shit ton of food, too. Yeah. And some of it looks good. And I'll be honest, I don't spend a lot of time trolling his Twitter account. Um, mostly because I have a life. But uh, just like just like I don't have um, an app on my phone that tells me friend count. Listen, fucker. I'm just saying I don't have one. I, We've been I through this. Know, I didn't even know such a thing existed until um, Snowflake Brad let me know it, it existed. I uh, I am super not a snowflake. And I've told you why I have the app on my phone. I know, but that doesn't make for a good joke if there's a legitimate reason. I Sometimes I post some offensive shit, right? And uh, 
I like to know who I offend online and get them to block me so I can do the same in real life. That's a, that's a legit reason to me. You're a, you're a true renaissance man. It makes sense in my head. Don't judge me. The I was really just more surprised that you went out and, and found an app that compares your friends lists at different times and tells you what the difference is. Well, to be honest with you, the reason I went and looked for one is because if it didn't exist, I was going to build it. Well, that's fair. I mean, and I believe you probably could build it. Yeah, super easy. Just, uh... See, I've heard that about app development. Well, I've heard that about app development before, and then it turned out it was not super easy. Oh, is this like a work thing, or something else? No, and the app that we we made, me me and, uh... My boy made a couple years ago. It was not as easy as... Did you just forget his Twitter handle? No, I wasn't sure if I was going to use his real name or use his Twitter handle. So, I just say my my boy. Shout out to his Shout boy. Shout out to my boy. Um, and it was just, was it was not as easy as we thought. I mean, I, you know, we made a, made a, a back-end... Uh, database table to track you know to, to listing of cigars mm-hmm. that was that was a couple hundred pages long right um and it just we we just couldn't figure out how to get it integrated so i'm saying you are much better at coding than i am um you could probably make it work, but I've heard, oh, it's easy. And then, oh, shit, this really wasn't that easy at all. Now we were able to produce something, and we had an, uh, an app live in the App Store for a while, but it's um, it was a lot harder than it was thought to be at the beginning. Right. I mean, it's not easy until you've done it for 20 years like I have. Right. And then certain things are easy, not everything. That's all I'm saying. This is, I've heard that before, and it, my experience, it was a bitch to make work. What did the Fun. app do? Just keep track of your cigars, like in your inventory? What did it do, or what, what did we want it to do at the beginning? <laughs> well, what did it end up doing, the launched version? So the launch version was just a... Um, it was just a basically a note-taking app at the end of the day that allowed you to rate it and stored your tasting notes and your... And your rating, your overall rating, um, and then you could organize those notes. Uh, whether you would write a review afterwards, or you just wanted to organize notes for yourself, and then you go back to the cigar store, and you say, "I want to know what my five star cigars were." You pull the app up, list your five stars, and then you know where to start. Um, looking in the shop, and you know, the i the ideal would have been, um, frankly. Almost like the Drew Diplomat app turned into, um, you know, I, I don't know, obviously theirs is out and ours isn't, but before theirs was out, that's kind of what we wanted to create a, you know, a, a, a social network of cigar smokers, but all inclusive of brands where you could check in on any cigar in the database we were trying to figure out how to make you be able to add cigars to the database. Um, so that was the idea and it didn't just didn't turn out that to be. Do you still use the Drew Diplomat app? Hell no. no. I haven't logged into that thing in a long time. I think the last time I logged into it was to show the cashier at an ABC <laughs> store the to get some reason. new stuff. Yeah. It's the only reason to keep it rampant cheating. Yeah. And they don't seem to care. They really don't. So I had heard that they were going to nuke everybody's points at the end of the year. Uh, I mean, it's pointless, though. Start over. And I'm not sure if they did, but it, the bottom line is I, I could take, on, on one of my off Fridays, I, I could take and take photos of the same four cigars in different lighting structures and different backgrounds, different... You know, different areas of my my house, my backyard, my garage, my lanai, and then every day I could post five or six of those photos 
over and over and over and over again and check in and get fake points. They're just great theory. It just doesn't work in, in practice. Right. And I can't remember that guy. Who's the guy that runs their social media? He was the one that created that app. Sam? Is it Sam? Sam? Yeah. Sam yeah. So I actually talked to him uh, on Reddit once about it. And he was trying to implement... I don't know if he did or not. He was trying to implement some code that would... When you uploaded a new image, it would check the database against all the other uploaded images. And if they matched, it wouldn't allow the upload to go through. Because that, that used to be the way people cheated, right? Monday, you'd upload this picture. Tuesday, you'd upload the same picture. You'd double your points. But, yeah, now people just fucking... Oh, look at me. I'm smoking an A. Here's 20 pictures of it. And here's another 20 pictures of me smoking this acid at the exact same time, but in different outfits. I mean, come on. Yeah. They, they don't give a shit. No, and then the 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 user interface is, is clunky. Um, <clears throat> what, what am I bidding on? How do I bid points? I just, the whole thing was so clunky and hard to use that I kind of stopped, stopped even looking at the app. Yeah. I just post my pictures to Instagram. That works for me. Well, as long as it works for you. How's that bishop treating you? It's nice. It's good. Yeah. Um, strong. Definitely full-bodied. Um, dark. Like dark chocolate. Some dark coffee. Maybe some some like acidity from some dark coffee almost. Um, it's good. Good. I love that cigar. I don't have any more. They're really hard to find, but hopefully they re-release it. It's a great cigar. This this candy cane is kind of weird. Like the first third was really good, and uh, now it's just kind of single note flavors. That's all I'm getting. Would you would you say that that Andre Farkas failed when he blended that cigar? <laughs> Was that a Farkas fail? Would it be fair to say it's a Farkas fail? It's a Farkas fail. Hashtag Farkas fail. Hashtag Farkas fail. I don't know. It, it's you know, barber poles are kind of weird anyway. You got yeah. Two competing rappers. So uh, the first third was really good, but now it just tastes like. Tobacco and cedar. Two competing rappers like Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac, and that didn't turn out well for either of them. <laughs> too soon? It's always too soon. Oh, well, that's what we do. That's the degenerate part of the show. Big big ups to Biggie. <laughs> call him Big Papa. Well, you can call him Big Papa. I know some ladies that should be having his babies. Uh. 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 Look, you just gotta take a bitch to Bojangles, you know? Or beefs. Take a bitch to beefs. (laughs) They love beefs, you know? Bitches do love beefs. (laughs) What is wrong with us? Jesus. There's a lot wrong with us. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Yeah, so I like your idea the other day. We were talking about um, Toad Trip 2019. Toad Trip? And I had just floated the idea of Myrtle Beach for Jeep whatever it is. Jeep Jam? Jeep Jam. What a stupid name, by the way. Um, but I floated the idea past you and you didn't seem real wild about it. And that's cool. I don't know anything about Myrtle beach. So if it sucks, we don't want to go. However, um, well, hold on. Myrtle beach does not suck. I love Myrtle beach. I would be down to go to Myrtle beach any other time. I just, there's no way Myrtle beach Jeep jam can compare to Daytona beach Jeep week. Because first of all, you can't drive on the beaches in Myrtle Beach, right? Like the city is just not laid out to do that kind of stuff. 
It's just going to be hundreds of people sitting on the strip or driving up and down on the strip looking at other Jeeps. And that's not fun. Right. So, no, you're, you're right. You didn't say Myrtle Beach. You said Myrtle Beach isn't what it used to be. That's what that's then if that's a fair statement, then I believe you and uh, we'll move on. But I like the idea of um, just getting getting in getting the truck. The what? Boy, get, the, get in the truck and just drive. Uh, sorry, something just came up. Toad trips canceled. <laughs> no. more. Why? No. Why no more toad trip? Because I, I, I don't have a truck. Oh, no, you do. It's on your driveway. Uh, no, that's a Jeep. Ah, okay. it's a Jeep Wrangler. One, is, one of these days, you're gonna end up driving um, like a Jeep Patriot. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> no. One of these days, you're gonna be like, oh, it's too hard to climb into this Jeep Wrangler Sahara 4x4 edition that's jacked up on Mickey Thompson tires. You don't oh. even know what the fuck you're talking about right now. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get a, a Jeep Patriot. So, so Ashley, I think it was last week, looks at me and goes, if we ever have kids, you know you have to get rid of that Jeep, right? What? Why? All the more well, reason not to have them. Well, there's no room for the kids. I'm like, I'll put the back seat in. It, like, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Can hold a, a kid's seat back there. Well, we'll probably have to think about getting something different. Well, maybe I'll get a four-door Jeep, but... <laughs> Not getting rid of my Jeep. Sounds like you're at a bit of an impasse. Yeah, I don't know what to do with my truck. Ah. Anyways, I think we get in the Jeep. And you just go. Go left. Just drive. We'd have go to leave left. from Tampa. That's bold. You just left. want to go left? That's what we do. We find some cool shit that way. We go right. Oh, that's right. So we have to leave That's, from Orlando and go right. Left, left is bold, brother. I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. Left. You're right. Sorry. We turn right. We turn right. Left is usually the interstate. Right is the county road. We go right. So here's a story, because we, we didn't really blow our load episode one and two. So the story of why we go right is we were, we had left, uh, what the hell is the name of that town outside of Nashville? Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Murfreesboro. And we were getting to Kentucky. We were on the other side of Bowling Green. And we had to stop and get gas and uh, pick up some energy drinks. And we're pulling out of the gas station. To the left, the way the GPS wanted us to go was the interstate. And to the right, there was literally nothing. Just It was, it was a two-lane road covered with trees. Yeah, nothing. Just a, nothing. an old country road. And we were going to be early to, uh, I think it was Maker's Mart, right? The day yeah, we were, we're headed up to, We're going to Loretto, yeah. And uh, we're like, well, fuck it. We have like an hour and a half time to kill. If we get lost, we'll look at the GPA, GPS and get back on the interstate. So we ended up turning right. And it was amazing. Like, just beautiful Kentucky countryside. And then we get to this little town, middle of nowhere. And we get to the city center. And there's a giant statue of Abraham Lincoln. I mean, this shit was enormous. Enormous. Ended up being where Abraham Lincoln was born. Well, now now so, you're starting to get a little sideways in the story. It's where some people from Kentucky think he was born. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's where Abraham Lincoln was born, right? There's That's fighting words in parts of this country. So we park the Jeep, we get out, we do a little tour of the, the center. There's a couple more statues, right? Like, there was the big, I guess it was bronze one of him as an adult, and then there were some smaller ones off to the side of him as a kid or whatever. We look around, five, ten minutes, get back in the Jeep, and just go one direction. We just picked a direction and we went, and we ended up, Basically, in between these two giant hills, right? Kind of lost. And then we see these signs. They say, uh, historic area, half a mile. Historic area, quarter of a mile. Yeah, hell, we like history, we'll stop. 
and uh, ended up being the actual Knob Creek where Abraham Lincoln grew up, which isn't really a creek anymore. I don't know if it used to be or not, but now it's a... Uh, I don't even know if I'd... I don't know what to call it. There was hardly any water. A crick. A crick. <laughs> it, was a, it, was it was a crick. Knob crick. Knob crick. But going right when we don't know what else to do has always worked out well. And, and really, that's the that's the crux of what we call toad trip um, each year is <clears throat> forget interstates, forget lots of plans and trying to make sure we know where we're going to end up every day and, and, and really planning this stuff out <clears throat> is get in the car with your buddy and just drive. And the more you can get off the interstate and the more you can get on country roads and U.S. old U.S. highways, the more cool stuff you're going to see. And that's really what we do. I mean, we yeah. we we find we find we find amazing things in our travels, amazing places, amazing scenery, uh, amazing cigar shops, distilleries. Everywhere we go, because we get off the damn interstate. And and I drive. I drive a lot and you know some a lot of work trips I end up driving to and from um and I've driven cross country a couple times and really you almost have to go interstate um certainly for the work trips you got to go interstate because it does take longer on the back roads right but something like our trips that we take each year I you just got to get off the interstate cuz you don't see anything on the interstates the real history is on the back, the back roads, and and I tell I tell people, you know, I, I got a couple of guys that I kind of tell the stories of our trips to, and I tell them both, like, hey, you, you know, you got you got a a, a buddy, you got a couple friends, get get some get some cash together, and just point the car in a direction and drive until you start to get tired and find somewhere to sleep, just to sleep, find a hotel. Um, amazing, amazing trips. Just thinking Just, about when we went up to North Carolina last year and we stopped in uh, McCanopy to get gas. And we, we did that there too. We turned right, mm-hmm. got to the end of the road. Um, we did turn left because right would have just got us back to Orlando. So, uh, But maybe a quarter of a mile after we turned left, there was that nature park. Payne's Prairie. Yeah. That place was amazing. Yeah. And it's just... Like, big gators hanging out right in the, yeah, right off the... the... First time I had yeah. seen an, a, a wild gator in Florida. Like, not at one of the, like, gator land in... Uh, or gator world, whatever it's called, in Orlando or something. I like, think first... you also um, saw some other wildlife there. Yeah. I stepped in some fire ants. That's Yeah, I think you saw the fire ants as well. And, uh, yeah... There was those three snakes at the end of the bridge that we the, saw. The snakes, well, those, yeah. those ladies saw. Those ladies uh-huh. saw some snakes. Uh, but well, that guy told us it was like 700 acres of basically swampland. And it was all sinkholes. With a herd of wild buffalo that still roam. Yeah, I wish we could have seen that. That would have been cool. And, and so that's the stuff like, so you drive right through Payne's Prairie or Payne's Preserve, or whatever the, the place is called, on I-75. You go right right through the middle of it. Right. But the animals aren't next to the interstate. They're off the beaten path. you got to get off the highway. I think we were on what, uh, US-301? So, yeah, I think so. On our way to... We ended up in Gainesville. Yeah. And that's... Those are the... Those are the parts of the trip that... I certainly remember the most, right? I don't. I don't think back to um, leaving Hopkinsville, heading for Nashville, and driving down the interstate, smoking a cigar after the barn smoker as the highlight. It wasn't bad, but it certainly wasn't the highlight of right. the Kentucky trip. But driving the back roads out to Somerset, that was pretty awesome. It's driving the back roads into no, um, not Knob Knob Creek. So you got Knob Creek on the motor into uh, Woodford. Woodford. You know, that was picturesque Kentucky, right? That's 
horse farms and white fences, rolling green hills. That's that's stereotypical of what I think about when I think of Kentucky. Um, and that was certainly not on an interstate. So our seven listeners don't take anything else from any of our podcasts. Just uh, go on a road trip. And turn and, right. Uh, turn right at some point. See some cool shit. I mean, we've done that probably 10, 12 times at this point, right? And we always get yeah. to where we're going. I mean, yeah. eventually we turn the GPS back on just because we don't want to be lost the entire time, right? Like, we still want to get places. But, uh, yeah, but man, it's take an, an hour or two. Just, just go explore. Yeah. You're not, you're it, not actually going to get lost. You can't get helps. lost anymore. It helps with the Jeep, right? You can kick the top back off the Jeep. You know, light up a, a cigar and you're just cruising, you know, 50 miles an hour. It's not super windy. It's not super loud. You can still chit-chat. It certainly helps having the Jeep just with the versatility of it. Yeah, yeah. I high, highly recommend smoking a Liga A while you do it. That's a, <laughs> that's a great car cigar. Car cigar? That's the bougie degen- That's the bougie side of the degenerates. They are a little hard to smoke while you're driving. Well, you got to master the little jabs out the window. Short jabs. Short jabs. That's what you got to master. So, uh, I think I told you earlier before we started this that I had a story to tell you. Hit me. That I think's funny. I don't know. I don't know if it is or not, but I'll let you be the uh, decider of that. So, Sunday... This past Sunday, I was at an establishment, and um, I walk in, smoking a cigar, and I sit down at the bar, and I look over to my left. Was it a this... church that you were at? Yeah, exactly. It was a church. Okay, worshiping? I was worshiping. Yep. Okay, just checking. I sit down at the bar, and there's this, uh, I don't know how to say this nicely, it was a little emo Twinkie boy, right? <laughs> he had, he had okay. skinny skinny jeans on. He was wearing chucks. He had a, a medium t-shirt on when it should have been like a large. He had the black rimmed glasses and his hair was slicked back, right? Okay. So immediately in my head, I'm laughing at this bull. Because that's what we do. We laugh at That's, that's what laugh. you do. You, that's what you do. I'm more refined. <laughs> sure okay and then i sit down i'm looking at him i'm laughing in my in my head and then i i notice that he's uh he's drinking an angry orchard okay. and he's vaping with this tiny little like usb stick vape pen i'm like can this fool get like any more stereotypical like, I don't know what to do with this guy. He's just making me laugh. And then I ordered my Jack Daniels. And I'm smoking my cigar. And I can just feel him staring at me. Right? Like, you know when people are looking at you. And he's just staring at me. And then, for some reason, he decides he wants to man up. And he tells the bartender that he wants a Jack Daniels. But then he orders a Jack Honey. And then he tells her he wants a double. Like, damn fool, you don't have to prove yourself. Like, just be you. It's fine. I'm still going to laugh at you. But if you want to drink your Angry Orchard and vape, go for it. You know what I mean? Right. So she gives him his Jack Honey. Okay. He stares at it for about a minute. I swear he was, like, giving himself a, a pep talk. That he could do this and prove that he wasn't a wuss. He picks it up. He gets about halfway through it and just starts coughing his ass off. Now everybody's laughing at him. Not internally. Like, out loud. Okay. And you could tell that he really wanted to finish this shot. So he composes himself. Swigs the rest of it back. And then runs off to the bathroom for like a good five minutes. So that's my story. 
I think it's funny. I I my very existence and sitting next to this guy made him want to be more of a man. <laughs> You're helping turn emo boys into men one at a time, aren't you? Every little bit helps, man. Can't <clears throat> can't let him take over, you know. Now that Jack Honey, that's not bad stuff. Yeah. It's not the worst. It's not the worst. I, the the Jim Beam honey's not terrible either. It's not a fine fine bourbon, but it's it's not terrible. Well, the only flavored whiskey I'll drink is Red Stag. Well, it's I love a Red Stag kind of night. You just know some shit's gonna go down when someone orders Red Stag. When you order Red Stag. When I order <laughs> Red Stag, I'm fine. <laughs> one of, one of us can handle their red stag. <laughs> I can handle it just fine. One of us starts like hugging on random dudes and patting them on the back and making stupid jokes. Well, that could be after anything though. It's mostly with red stag. Mm. To be fair, if we're going out to drink, that's basically what we drink though. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen you drunk off anything other than red stag. Oh, you see me drunk at home off regular bourbon. Yeah. Shout out. Doesn't count. Well, in the uh, the daiquiris in Savannah. Oh, God, the daiquiris. Yeah. Yeah, the daiquiris. So the flavor in the cigar picked up a little bit more. Now that I'm getting into the final third. I don't think it's a Farkas fail. It's like mediocre for a viaje. What's the price point though? Do you remember? Uh, I don't know. I got it from Small Batch and like a sampler. I think I read that they're like twelve dollars normally. Yeah, it's not terrible for a mediocre cigar. Still enjoying your bishop? Very much so. I'd love to tell people more about this cigar where it's blended from what the wrapper is all that good stuff but I can't because Viaje keeps it under wraps all I could find was that it's probably Honduran and Dominican Republican and maybe some Nicaraguan so it's basically just it's a cigar from all the three hot spots Yeah, and that's all you'll ever find out about it. Do you know anything about your bishop? Uh, not a lot, other than... Um, <laughs> we're, we're so good at this. <laughs> what, what do you mean? It's, it's a good thing I didn't list us as an educational podcast. Well, it's definitely not educational. I think we're listed as comedy. I'm not even we, sure we match that. Listen, well, yeah, that's that's debatable. We, you may learn about life listening to this podcast, but you're not going to learn a whole lot about cigars. That's true. I mean, I just drop knowledge on our listeners of how to be a man when you're out drinking at a bar. Don't wear skinny jeans. Don't drink an angry orchard, and don't try to man up and drink Jack Honey straight if you're not. If you're not used to it, you're just going to embarrass yourself. That's your yeah. knowledge. That's that's your education for this episode. And turn right. I mean, what better life advice is there than get in the car, get away from work for a little bit, get away from home for a little bit, leave the, the stress of home life behind, and just go drive with your buddy till you see some cool stuff. What better life advice is there? Now, I, I, again, I contend you're not going to learn – a lot about cigars listening to this podcast. You're going to learn a little bit, but you're going to learn more about life. You're, you're, everybody's welcome, by the way, <laughs> for the lessons. We give them for free. You don't even have to thank us. Look, 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 we could charge a lot of money for these lessons, I feel like. We should write a book. How to be a bougie degenerate. Yeah... I feel like writing a book is like writing an app. It's a hell of a lot harder than it sounds. Oh, you could do it. You can make it easier. We'll do like one of those uh, 
page a, a day for a year of books. No, 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 pages. Just a no, 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 that's that's baloney. What? Why is it baloney? I'll tell you what we do. We continue. Here's it's a kind of a long game though. All right, here's the long game, but it's going to pay off for us. So we continue this podcast because this is easy, right? A lot easier than writing a book. So we continue this podcast until we get 10, 15, I don't know, maybe 20 years down the line. We become so big and famous that we get a <laughs> ghostwriter to write the book for us. I told you it's the long game, but I think it's worthwhile. Um, that's cute. It's cute you think we'll be famous in 15 to 20 years for this podcast. It's definitely the... It's the easy way to go, you know. You just sit back and wait for fame to come, you know. What I think that's real, that's what America is built on, right? Just sit back and wait for something to happen. Realistically, in 15 years, we'll look back at these podcasts and wonder what the hell was wrong with us, and uh, look back on our lives to see how much we've matured. Well, I mean, in 15 years, you'll be. You'll be, um, I don't know, maybe driving some kids around in your Camry. <laughs> um, <laughs> thinking about what kind of busy Sunday you're going to have and thinking about, you know, there's so much to do. You know, got to go to Bed Bath & Beyond. You know, maybe a run by Target. You know, you got to get Publix for some grocery store, grocery items. and I, Maybe if there's time, you'll stop for a pub sub. But it's a full day. Oh, there may not be time. You know? You'll have to stop and get gas in the Camry for the, the week. Shut the hell up about Camry. <laughs> Are you more of a Maxima kind of guy? I'm not sure. I'm just trying to track what, you know. Like a, I think I'm a Mazda Speed kind of guy. No, no, you can't have that because it's too hard to get the car seats in, in and out no, of it. I used to have one. They're easy. There's a back seat. Okay. Back Is this going to be like the Porsche thing where you humble bragged? Is it what we're going to do right now? humble brag about having a Mazda. Uh, okay, hashtag humble, humble Brad, you know? Humble Brad? Mm-hmm. That's, that's my new hashtag, humble Brad. Can't. My, Jeep, my Jeep costs more than my Porsche. Hashtag humble hashtag brag. Humble brag. <laughs> what did? <laughs> I wasn't doing it to brag. Just trying to make a point. You're a dick. <laughs> oh, I love you. Damn right. So, do you have a joke to end this podcast? This train wreck of a podcast. <laughs> has, it been, has it been a train wreck? I don't know. No. Look, I've enjoyed this one more than last week's. Uh, so, you might be right about the books being hard to write because we couldn't even take the time to write an outline for this one. We just winged it for a past hour, and it was great. This was way more fun. <laughs> we had humor. We dropped knowledge on people. You made fun of me. I didn't make fun of you. That's okay. You did. No, you did, though. next time. The red stag. You made fun of me with the red stag. I was, I was trying to go easy on you after uh, <laughs> the fish... The fish intro and outro from last week's episode uh-huh. that I surprised you with. was a big fish. Look, I got good feedback on that. Well, it was a good It was a big fish. Hey, did you hear about the blind hooker? No. Uh, I mean, there's not a lot. You just got to hand it to her, you know? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, uh, you know what the pizza guy and the gynecologist have in common? God damn it. What? They can both smell it, but they can't eat it. <laughs> Last one. This is a good one. Um, the daughter, you know, sitting around talking with her mom. And, and she says, Mom, how do you spell scrotum? And her mom says, well, you should have asked me last night. It was on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> We got to end on jokes. Well, that's it. We're calling it. Calling it. I don't know. This was probably the most unstructured 
train wreck uh, podcast yet. Number three, it took us three whole podcasts to get an absolute mess of a train wreck, but hey, we did it. We can only go uphill from here, right? <laughs> or are we just going to continue the downward slide from podcast one? No, I feel like this one's better than two. Well, well I guess well, find four out. Four cigar smokers last week's was probably good, right? But that's not all we're about. So I feel like this one's going to bring back some of those people who just thought we were funny in the first one. Well, here's hoping. We can only hope. Oh, I, did I tell you about the super degenerate thing I did last night before we go? I don't think so. So I, I had forgotten that uh, in the console of my Jeep, I had a bunch of airplane bottles for like these different events that we go to. Okay. And uh, so I was in there looking for a cigar, and I found a, an airplane bottle of Red Stag. <laughs> so in the parking lot, I shot the Red Stag in my naked Jeep while blaring White Snake. Wow. I don't know if that's degenerate or just redneck trashy but well the only way that gets better is if you have a chesty milf dancing on the hood i'll have to work on that yeah please do and then invite me next time (laughs) 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 all right that's it that's it it cut it cut it bye guys